You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. <laughs> Have you ever lost sleep because of a bad breakup? <laughs> Don't leave me. Have you ever got so confused about what you want to do with your life and your career? <laughs> I know I have, but don't worry about it. Everybody goes through that, including celebrities. This is that 20 show from winning rap star era back in 2020, aka last year. In case you forgot, 2020 was just a year ago, and he was then signed under Universal Music Malaysia. He had multiple songs out there, which are bangers on radio, on streaming platforms, and even on YouTube. But with having all of that under his belt. Is this making his life perfect in his twenties? No problems at all, eliminating all the stressful days, or is he still an average twenty-year-old? I'm talking to the one and only Ashraf Nasir. Hi, Ashraf. Hello, Kianu. How are you doing today? Wonderful. I'm doing great, and I am very happy to finally have you here. Last year, it seems like a very good year for you, even though we went into pandemic mode. MCO 1.0 started. Right after you won the Star Era in March, right? Crazy, yeah. It it happened exactly then. The single that was, I would say, the highlight of last year, yeah, was made literally two days before MCO without having the intention or expectation that it was going to happen. Wait, you know? virus? Yes, virus. I'm talking. But then it became the anthem for our first MCO, lah. Perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> that was back unexpectedly, in March. yeah, unexpectedly. Back, yeah. So last year you had virus, and then you had pixels featuring Ili Ruzana, and of course That's you right. ended your year with Kaliru, Aku Kaliru. <laughs> and I've been I've been telling Ashraf this nonstop uh, that I love the song so much. I messaged you just a few days ago, kan? I said, dude, I'm obsessed yeah. with Kaliru. It's so addictive. I love it. Sumpah, cakap tak tipu. Thank you. <laughs> God bless. Thank you very much. Yeah, Kaliru was a very unexpected song. Unlike virus, this was more intended with the situation right now. In a sense, where like how you said, 2020 was just last year. To me, 2020 didn't end. To me, we're like season two of 2020. You know, it's like I, yeah, continuing. Yeah. 2020 <laughs> is like a TV show with multiple seasons. Yeah, you're right. Last year oh was season one. This is season two. Let's hope the producers will not extend, lah. Let's hope that this is the final season. Yeah. Let's just hope for that, lah. Because <laughs> I don't think I want to continue watching this series anymore. Dude, I'm so sick and tired of it too. It's like, yes, there's new drama every day. Things are changing every and day, making right? us kaliru. You know, that's why your song is so perfect for what's happening right now in the world, especially <laughs> or more primarily in Malaysia. But totally, Shah. That that is very true. If people were to go through my lyrics again, the context is very much more descriptive of the situation that's going around the whole nation, lah. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's it's an accurate song to describe the different stages of what we're going through since last year. Like when it first started, when we were very keliru, and then once we slowly understood what's happening, keliru again. Now keliru some more, and we're going to talk more about keliru in just a bit. Mm-hmm. But first, I actually asked Ashraf about like twenty minutes before the show started, before this recording started. I was like, uh, actually, how old are you? I know you're in your twenties. We both are in our twenties, but how old exactly? He said twenty six. I was like, okay, I know exactly what to talk about with Ashraf, which is something that everyone is talking about. Suddenly, everyone is feeling, even though they've not even reached twenty-five yet, but they talk oh about God. quarter life crisis. Oh my lord! <laughs> Have you gone through a quarter life crisis since you are twenty-six already? Okay, define to me what is a quarter life crisis. Very smart, very smart question. I actually have uh, because you know quarter life crisis is a very subjective thing, right? So that's why I have a legit website. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like it. I feel like 
a crisis in itself. I sound so like much um oh, so like uh you know one of those those blog posts, all those Tumblr quotes like right. uh, I think it's called a crisis, a quarter life crisis or any sort of crisis is just a state of mind. <laughs> and wow, and honestly, maybe. it could be because everyone is at different phases of their lives. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, in the past year, one of my best friends is married, mm-hmm. and I think two or three of them are engaged. There you go. And uh, like a lot of mutuals are straight up married, and it's just like. Wait, right. how old are you again? And you're scrolling through Instagram. And you're just seeing uh-huh. pictures of people getting married, getting engaged, and like getting babies. Mm-hmm. And you're like, when were you even pregnant to begin with? <laughs> Next thing you know, they have kids. Two or three kids already. You didn't even know they had oh the first God. child. So let me just define quarter life crisis according to lifehack.org. Okay, let's see. <laughs> huh? Credits to lifehack.org. Huh? This is how they define quarter life crisis. Are you going through your 20s and constantly feel like your life is more weird and confusing than the plot of Inception? Have you got no idea where your career is heading, why your relationships are changing, or why you're feeling so lost all the time? I feel like I want to answer. Uh, it's like, I can't say yes to everything, but it seems like I cannot say no to everything also. Lah. But I guess that is the most cliche definition of quarter life crisis. And the golden question now, have you felt any of those criteria before? I would say that thankfully at this, at this point of time in my life, I am quite, how do you say, I'm content? content. Right. Yes. Quality Good content. Good to know. <laughs> Good kidding. to know. <laughs> Quality content. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite content uh, with yeah. the situation that I'm at. Like, although I feel like my peers or people around my age or the the expectation of me by now is, you know, probably settle down. I think settle down is one of the main things because right. career-wise, it's something that I'm currently striving for. And I feel like a lot of people our age are striving and especially during this time, it's not yeah. certain yet. Right, you know, that's so so that's something I'm I'm figuring out as well. But aside from that, I think one of the main things that I thought would be a thing to me was relationships. I guess, you know. <laughs> so so that that yeah. probably had like it took a toll on you in your mid twenties, lah. Maybe in the past year, lah. You know, okay, okay. Like especially during MCO when you are basically alone. I stay with my family. Of course, you're not literally alone, but. You, you know what I mean? Like, totally. like sometimes you do wonder like if there is a significant other that you could present yeah, yeah, to yeah. most of the time. Like sometimes yeah. it's, not, it's not like we feel lonely, but we still feel like, hey, if I have a partner, will it fill a void that, I don't know, is there, is there a void there that needs to be filled by someone? I go through that, that kekeliruan sometimes lah. Alamak. Yes, Yo, Do you still feel that way, Keanu? Um, honestly, maybe 20% of the time. Not much at all. People keep asking me the same question. La, like, you know, hey, you don't feel lonely ke? Because I think the last relationship I had was back in 2015 or 16. This was, and oh. that one was not really official. So, but I did feel that lovey-dovey vibe. We're, we're on the phone all the time. You know, like, I love you, mm-hmm. I love you like that. But after that, I just completely... <laughs> didn't focus on it and I focus more towards my career like what I believe you are doing too you know yeah and that's why you're doing so well in it oh right yo but the I guess you're having guess... this show it's um, I think it's like making your mark there like I'm doing well in my career wouldn't you say so Ashraf actually uh, let me rephrase that okay that 20s show is about helping people navigate through their 20s so I think maybe maybe thank you for that sugar-coated version but the real way to describe my show is that Kianu, are you okay in your 20s? You clearly need help, but you want free therapy so you get all the your celebrity ah. stress. Now you get what I mean, right? 
I see. So, so this is actually more for you. It's not for other people. All right, uh, I have this show. I give you guidance on how to walk through 20s. I hope this helps you. Instead, it's like, guys, uh, I actually don't know what was going on. Tell me lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In other words, like this. Actually, I know you didn't ask for it, but just just act like you care, lah. But I'm the one who wants <laughs> all the answers, you know. In other words, okay. I've got a few points here about quarter life crisis. Okay, I want to see yeah. if Ashraf Nasir ticks off some of these boxes or like thing out, thing out. You've never encountered quarter life crisis at all. Oh wow. Okay, let's have this quiz. Come on. All right, let's do this. Okay. <laughs> okay. The first one. I don't think Ashraf is gonna tick off this box, though. You suddenly feel like your job is a prison cell and you need to escape. Oh my god. Uh, people listening to this? It's not. It's your manager, your manager here. Oh my god, Nadia, no, Nadia. She's just like <laughs> recording me from the side, kind. It's like ah, uh-huh, check up with you, check up with you. Everywhere, okay. I don't think <laughs> I don't think it's Nadia. yes for you, right? No, um, because for those who don't know, I only just got signed to a major music label last year, which is Universal Music Malaysia, and um, it's such a big transition for me. Because it's been about four years since I've I've been doing music independently, and then when that happened, it was a different step to my career, lah. So being with this, I would call like universal family. They're all it's a different energy, and I like what they bring to the table, and I'm I'm pretty content, lah, with that. That's what I want to hear, and that's the thing about Ashraf Nasi. Even before you were signed, I remember interviewing you on hits about your song. Was it Sunshine? Sunshine, right? Yes, and that was the first time I ever went on radio. <laughs> oh my god! Did, did I you know his, that? I broke his radio V card. I'm so proud. I'm gonna write this down <laughs> in my portfolio somewhere. No, I broke Ashraf Nasi's radio V card back in twenty. Was it twenty twenty nineteen? I think. Yes, probably twenty nine. Eh, twenty nineteen. Uh? No, I think it was twenty. Oh my god! It yeah, has to be 2019 so because I I yes. joined Hits in 2019 and you were one of my first That's guests. That's right. Okay. Wow. Wow. And I remember okay. you telling me that you know what makes you stand out from um, other rappers maybe is that you like to have all these positive messages in your songs, you know, rather than like you know mm. I want shit, I want cash, you know. I mean those those songs are great, but at the same time Ashraf's branding is more of like hey women empowerment. I left the girls <laughs> in my life. You should have the girls in your life too. So that's why I kind of figured that. Your answer to this would be like, no, man, I'm content. You know, no, not much complaints. <laughs> but you know, sometimes people who are very, very positive, oh, they have issues in their lives that they don't like, don't like to talk about that much anyway. Can't? They do have their dark days. Absolutely. It's just that maybe you don't, you don't show them. Sometimes when people say, oh, I think they look fine. They look all right. But yeah. the thing is, you are not put in a position where you have to see the bad side of things in their lives. You know, mm-hmm. Of course, they're not going to present it themselves right for me touch about this it's like people talk about social media a lot right and like mm-hmm. oh they live such perfect lives and like i said you don't see them in that state and then there's no need to be so overhyped about how their lives are you know everyone is pretty much human they're all the same yeah. if you are uh, maybe angry at something or you're having a personal thing that's going on you don't post it up or like wave it around on social media. Unless right. it's something to be talked about, you know, like yeah. maybe, okay, this person um, has committed certain, 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 certain things. Yeah. But other than that, you know, we, we try to present the best sides because we want to be happy. I guess so. I guess so, you know. So I guess let's just stop comparing with other people, especially in these times when we yeah. are constantly on our phones and on our social media. We just like, we, we find every tiny thing to get angry, to get jealous, to get frustrated. Mm. You know, you are what you consume. And if all the time you consume that kind of energy, eventually yes. you will become that energy. Very true. And that's something we have to always remind ourselves. At yes. Time. When I, whenever I say something online, 
And like that's something that enrages me so much. I'm like, okay, if I'm not in this state of mind right now, how would I say this? How would I address yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. And I've, from that, I've learned to shut up if I'm really angry though. I don't want to act in the moment because we might yeah. regret what we say. Because of course, when you're caught in the moment, oh my God, you want to say the harshest of things and that's going to make you satisfied momentarily. But after that, you're like, mm. oh man, why did I say that? Why did I say that? And I think leaving Twitter for a while really helped me in that way. Because now at least I feel calmer juga. Even in general, in life. Sorry guys, it's suddenly becoming the Kenu Azman show now when it's supposed to be Ashraf's episode. But <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. It's a sharing session. <laughs> but now I feel... Because this is like, more for you anyway. <laughs> hey, please, okay? Don't expose me like this. But yeah, I feel like even in general, I'm more composed. I know when to say something and when not to say anything. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in hindsight, there's too many things that I regret saying when I was angry. So I'm just telling myself, relax. Okay, let's move on to the next box to see if Ashraf is going to take this or not. This one we talked about a bit just now. You get anxious scrolling through Instagram posts about weddings and pregnancies. I wouldn't say yes or no. I feel like a low-key percentage, but it, it's more on the no side for me. Okay, okay. I, I, I might like think about it like 10-20%, but if I'm just being practically honest, I'm not thinking about marriage anytime soon. It's not that I don't want yeah. to get married. It's just like at this point of time in my life, I don't feel the urge or the stress to do so. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom... <laughs> Shout out to my mom. I love you. Auntie, <laughs> shout out to you, Auntie. What do you say to Ashraf? This was since I was 22, right? Okay. And then my mom said, Ah, 22 years old. Okay, so tell me when we're going to Marise. And I'm like, ah! what? what are you talking about? You know, and you know why? Oh my uh, God, why? Says, because my dad uh, married my mom when he was 22. And so she yes, feels like. In 19. 19- 80-something, maybe. Or 1990. Auntie, this is 2000s. We have no money. Nor do we have the need to want to get married that early oh anymore. <laughs> that, that is so true. Yeah. It's like, to me, you, you want to rush into the next phase and then what? And, and this also goes to when you meet someone after so long or you go to family reunions. I think once, also because they don't know what to talk about with you. But at the oh same time, God, yeah. like, why does like, your age have to define what the next step is? For example, right. dulu sekolah, orang tanya UPSR macam mana, yeah. SPM how, and then later on, oh, how's college and what are you going to study? And then later on, have you found a job yet? <laughs> and then next thing is like, so when are you going to get married nah, after you just got your first job? And you're like, you've been telling me the focus on myself so long, when am I going to find a partner right now? Right. And, and, and you just can never stop there because let's say you dah kahwin and everything's uh. fine. In the first year of marriage, people are going to ask, Oh, Bila, you're going to have kids. Betul. betul. even if you have kids, when's your third one going to come? Betul, oh my God. Yes, you're right. You're right. And honestly, right, I don't know if this is our generation's perspective or not, but I think that, so I'll pass out, Anna especially, is a very sensitive question. I wouldn't ask someone like, when are you going to get pregnant? Mm. That's something so personal tau. Whether or not you want to have kids. so true. And if someone says, oh, I, we don't plan on having kids, they would ask, why? Why not? That is not for you to ask. Orang nak get pregnant ke tak ada anak ke that's really up to them it's a personal preference yeah. which people shouldn't be so kepochi about you know but what do you feel when people ask you about marriage you know do you get annoyed or honestly you're just like whatever lah I think it's okay lah if they want to ask sometimes people are just curious uh, and especially people might not know so much about my state of mind or my emotional state or like yeah. what I'm going through so they're just curious you know they want to know okay Ashraf are you are you having anyone in your life next couple of years are you planning to do anything so I'm okay. You want to ask, you ask lah. But I'm going to yeah. tell you like, it's not something that I'm so harped up about right now. Right, right, right. That's a very fair point actually because I think like our parents' generation, of course, in their 20s, they are expected to already have a job, kawin, ada anak. But we are in this generation which I think 
we think a lot about different things as well, like our career, stability, like yeah. having a career is one thing, but being stable in our career that can sustain oh our God. finances is another, you know, because people, people expect like, once you dapat a job, okay, that's it, kau dah ada kerja, kau boleh kahwin. Really now? I want, but what, what goes through my head, Ashraf, is this, you know, back then, korang boleh kahwin awal kan? Was it a small scale wedding or was it still a big scale wedding tapi gaji korang lagi tinggi? Because minimum wage kat Malaysia sekarang is pure crap, okay, it's pure crap. So there's no way anak yang bukan orang kaya boleh kahwin it's very impossible unless you really hustled hard, hard yes hard, somehow you know stumbled upon a treasure chest huh? <laughs> right 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 <laughs> okay next one you realize you have nothing in common with your friends from high school anymore oh wow okay this is this is kind of a tricky question because okay I don't really keep in contact with a lot of my high school friends anymore right <laughs> right a lot of the friends that I revolve around myself with were met post high school, slightly post college, but like in 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 uni and also in my life onwards, lah. Right. There are a few people I still hold closely to from high school, but no, I don't think I do not have relatability to them anymore. I feel like the ones that I keep in contact still, we we have stuff to talk about. We still. Yeah. Can, I can relate to what you're going through even if you are talking about, you know, your wedding next. <laughs> because that's the reason why we're friends, you know. Like, I'm in this journey with you towards. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Just to clarify. Friends from my high school, I don't to go. The friends I've met from high school, yes, we are very much close. Friends that you met from high school, still close? Not in the same high school. Sorry, confusing. Huh? You, went, you went to two different high schools, Kapa? No, no, no. It's like, like, kawan from sekolah lain, I'm still close. Oh, faham, faham, faham. Yeah. But from your school dulu, dah banyak lost contact lah. No, except for Nicholas, which is a good friend of mine. Okay. Because this is, we can say this on another day, but he's the reason why I started rapping. Oh my and God. He does almost all of my videos today. Are you serious? I, I think I met Nicholas. Did, we, did I meet him in Pavilion? Was he the one with you that we shot the, <laughs> the riot thingy? Yes, yes, that's right. Exactly. I can't believe I remember this. That was in early 2019, we. Time time riot. Oh my God. Yeah. Hey, not riot, bad juga. Yeah. I remember kita not bad. Eh? So shout out to all our friends, ke, whoever yang pernah did wrong to us. I'm sorry, but we're going to remember the stuff forever. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no running away. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. We forgive, but we don't forget. Eh? Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. Okay, let's see. What is the next one? Okay. Oh my God. This one. This one is something I can relate to 125%. You stay in on a Saturday night and don't feel like you're missing out on anything. Of course, this is like pre and post MCO, okay? So that it's now memang semua kat rumah. But when you could go out, were you FOMO? Fear of missing out or not? <laughs> I would say I still am. <laughs> you, you, have, I, I, you have FOMO? <clears throat> I do have FOMO, yes. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to lie about it. Like, occasionally, <laughs> when there's like something happening, something going on, I'll be like, I wish I was there right now, you know? Okay. Like, even even if it's not my friends who are going, if let's say like a really cool gig happening, and I'm like, ah, you know, I wish I was there because I don't want to miss out on all these awesome moments. Right, 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 right. Okay, that means you still have the FOMO in you. Meet on Saturday nights. If you're at home, it means all your friends are at home. If your friends are out, it means you have to be out with that also. You have to, you cannot miss out. Correct or not? High key, yes. <laughs> High key, you're not even low key, guys. That means, okay, he's FOMO to the max and we are very tabalik. No one, no wonder, you know, actually, yeah. guys, this is true story, you know, every time me and Ashraf meet, like, we will have this kind of conversations. So like, hey, like, I was there the other day, I didn't see you there, pun. and then I'll be telling Ashraf stuff like, oh, yeah, because I was at home. You know, my whole life is like, kerja, uh, balik, tidur. That's it. That is my life, like, you know, but 
I'm trying to up my FOMO game once MCO is lifted, <laughs> once we can go out. I want to see. I want to see if, do I even have this FOMO-ness in me? FOMO-ness, eh? That I never knew about. FOMO-ality. The FOMO-ality, exactly. So if don't have, then you will see me at home again lah. Saturday nights ke, Friday nights ke, always at home. Wow. Please update us. I want to know. We'll see how it is going to go. Okay, now let's talk about your advice to all the 20-year-olds out there who probably are going through their quarter-life crisis or if they are, if oh. they don't know if what they're going through is a quarter-life crisis but they feel like, oh my God, because of the pandemic, their lives are being put on mm-hmm. pause mode right now. What can you tell them? I feel like right now, especially in this, in these very, I, I don't know, I think if you're talking about a quarter-life crisis because it's a crisis after all, yeah. it's a very confusing state uh, at that moment. So one thing that makes us feel so unrested is because we are always chasing for the next thing. We're always looking forward towards like, what's going to happen in the future and like, I'm going towards this, towards this, towards this. But then sometimes we need to take a pause and then realize where we're at right now and you need to see the journey that you've gone through in the past. You know, like, It can be as little as one year ago, January 2020, what was going on in your life? 2021, January... You know, of course, we are still in this pandemic state, but I think January at that time, it was, it was very different. True. Now, what are the things that you have improved on and what you've achieved? And out of all of those things, what are you happy about? And if you're unhappy about certain things, it's okay because that is life. We are working yeah. towards it. If you have achieved everything, uh, there's not much to look forward in life, honestly. You know, that I agree. If I, yeah, if I had everything that I was unhappy about, um, you know, it's not as exciting. <laughs> you you won't be living as much. So yeah, always yeah. remember that, and I I just pray for the best, like, You know, always keep a chin up. If you feel that there's toxicity in your life, you can put that on a pause, remove that temporarily, mm-hmm. especially your circle. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> it's I never think, too early or cir- too late to do that. Right? to remove unnecessary people. Or any toxicity yeah. from your life. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be, it sounds so like, oh, you're cutting people off. No, yeah. it can be as simple as like, maybe you distance yourself a bit more yeah. and instead, you strengthen relationships with people that give you more positivity or make yes. you happy. That is I think that, that's my advice. main message. I love it. I love it. So toxicity, you know, you can gradually remove that. Slowly lah, slowly. It doesn't have to be an abrupt thing. Like, I hate you. You're toxic in my life. Ciao. Of course, that one is going to take a mental toll on you. So I guess do it gradually. And also when it comes to uncertainties, everyone goes through that. And I like how you mentioned that, you know, always look at the bright side, the bigger picture. For example, like just looking back a year ago, today, where were you versus where you are now? Yeah. There are always tiny progress we have in our lives that we probably overlooked. We're like, eh, huh, I can't actually. I actually recently did that juga. I was, it's as simple as I was looking through my old photos and then I, I mm-hmm. remember specifically how I felt on certain days and I was like, oh my God, I was smiling oh. here. Or an interview I did yeah. and I was feeling so crappy on that day and I was like, and I pulled through. Uh-huh. Dang, you know, like if I could do that, <laughs> I could go through worse days, you know, because I guess exactly. we, we grow through what we go through. Isn't that what people always say? Kan? Yeah. And one thing um, I've noticed, uh, this is like after not talking to friends after so long, you know, when you meet them and then they're like, so how you been? And then you, they'll be like, actually, I don't know, nothing much going on in my life. Just work or like certain things. But I think the reason why you are so like, picky on talk, thinking about what to talk about is because yeah. you're not thinking about milestones or achievements. Right. Like, why does it always have to be about those things? Why don't you think back about like, oh yeah, I think I had a really good meal at this cafe the other day. Oh, I right. remember like, sometime this around, I had a really nice time with my friends where we all 
like went to a show. It's, it's little things like that. You know yeah. what? Not just you, but other people could do. And this is what I did in New Year's Eve recently. Just go through your Insta stories because your Insta stories, you can go watch the archives, right? Right. Go watch the archives of your Insta story one year ago, exactly from this date. And then look at what has been going on in your day-to-day lives. And mm-hmm. you would remember so many things and you feel like a lot of things have happened. Right. I'm, I'm glad it happened. I think that's so true. We always think about the big milestones when it's really about the small things. It's like the million, it, life is about a million little things that make up to the big yeah. things. It's not just one chunk like, oh, I got a promotion two months ago. We're always fixated on yeah. that. And then when we don't get something massive like that, it demotivates us. Do you want to meet people? This and that. When honestly, yes. like Ashraf was saying, like, it could be stuff like, oh, I had a good meal the other day. I had a good time with my best friend last night. So like one of the small milestones could be like, you just finished watching your favorite TV show. You know, and it brings joy to yourself, to your life. Yeah. It makes you feel a certain way. Those are things that you got to remember. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, now let's cap things off by talking about Keliru. Aku Keliru. Uh, can you please sing like a bit? This is just the chorus. I not, I not huh. like to it now, please. Aku Keliru, ku Keliru, harus ku percayakan mana satu. Aku Keliru, oh Keliru, buat begini terjadi begitu. Macam mana, Ashraf? You think I can start in your next music video? Tak? I know you already posted one up already, but maybe the next one ke? Hmm. Look at my face. Of course, exactly. Sayang betul. I feel like, because Atulah. I had a green screen, kan? I should have just had like a piano at the back. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's okay, Ashraf. I have to delete that video and up a new one. Say, sorry, got technical delay. Wow. Kita buat remix lah, eh? Aku keliru. I can be a backup singer. Even though I have a sikit-sikit, my voice pun, it's all good. So, keliru. Anything is possible. On YouTube, already has almost 10,000 views on YouTube. Yes. Have you reached 10,000 streams already? I saw you posted on Instagram that we just did today. Oh my God! (laughs) Talking Mm. about crisis. Okay. I guess when I released this song, there were a lot of like expectations in terms of comparison to my other single which is Virus. Right? So Virus, I would say if we're talking about numbers, it picked up pretty fast. Oh my God. What? Like over 600,000 views on YouTube already now, can? Yeah, exactly. It's over a million views already and so much. Over a million already? um, Yeah, I mean like, oh no, over half a million. Oh yeah, okay, okay. okay. I was like, yalla, my my YouTube did not update ke? I need to update my YouTube. But it's gonna be it's gonna happen soon. That's wishful thinking. Yes, lot of attraction. More than one million very soon. Lot of attraction. Yes. Road to one million. So like much in comparison to that, like the 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 speed of growth for that one with this one was somewhat different. But also I feel like it's because of the mood. And during virus, it was during MCO, people were consuming more. At this time, it was end of the year. And yeah. I think people were just gloomed out about the situation. Mm-hmm. But then to me, I realized like numbers don't really define anything besides in a business sense. Because to mm-hmm. me, I am so thankful that we even reached 10K pre, pre-universal and like basically independent. To get even like a hundred or thousand streams was already so big for me. So realizing that right now, I I feel like already in one year, I've grown so much and very happy with it already. So 10K, 10K is a lot, man. <laughs> so God bless. You see, this is why Ashraf Nasir is one of the most content people out there, you know. Some people are going to say, yo, why 10K only? Why 10K only? But he is Mr. Positive, He's, which is very true. You said in hindsight, back then before being signed, getting a certain number yeah. was very hard. Nowadays, 10,000 and picking up a bit, a bit, a bit is a big deal. Yeah. When I was in that situation, thinking about what was happening in the world, I wanted to write Kaliru because everyone felt like the world was uncertain. Right. We don't know if the new normal 
is going to be new normal forever or like the normal will come back. Mm-hmm. At first, we were going to be cooped up for two weeks and then it became two months and then it was too long. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. So, so I think with that energy at that time, I wasn't mad. I wasn't sad as well. But I know a lot of people weren't happy. So we just didn't know what to feel because certain people, they, they might not have been able to keep the food on the table for the next week, right? Yeah. And times are really hard for them. They don't know what's going to be happening. And people who are kind of okay, they can't be so fully happy with themselves because people around them, people that they love are going through hardship. And mm-hmm. people have, and, and I don't know, the, the numbers or number of deaths, like we're talking about how, last, tadi we were talking about like how biasa the cases were right now, okay? mm-hmm. which are not just daily cases are increasing, but also the number of deaths are increasing. True. Can you imagine every day, there's one or two yeah. or three yeah. at least. So and now it has become like belas belas death, kind of like 14 deaths, 15 deaths. Exactly. It's it's quite upsetting. So macam tu lah. It's like we wanna we wanna be positive. We wanna yeah. keep uh, our heads up, but times are uncertain. Lah. So that's what right. That's what Kaliru is mainly about. And I guess it was also about directing towards the energy of people who didn't care enough for the situation right now. You know, people who are not responsible or yeah. taking the right actions and the right measures. Right, right, yeah. right. How long did it take for you to write this one? I wrote it in a day. Dang. Like how yeah, long in a day? A few hours? Maybe maybe two to three hours. Oh my and, and god! Keanu, yeah, Kaliro was a an impromptu. I'm telling you, impromptu, like, impromptu, gila. Okay, um, everything up to the music video was done in a week. Oh my goodness! When I when I had this going on, I I straight away hit up the producer, which is Jan. He's this very talented producer, which I don't even know what he looks like. We connected. Huh? To yeah, we connected. Even till now, you don't know how he looks like. I have no idea. I don't even know what his real name. <laughs> okay, the new norm is kind of scary, guys. But it's okay. If the outcome is good, it's okay. Although, still kind of scary. Uh, I guess some people prefer to speak through their art. True. So, I, w- I was fine with that. Unfortunately, so, I'm not like that. Lah. We all we both know that Keno Azman, muka kena ada. Selagi tak ada muka, jangan panggil aku depan Iman. <laughs> jangan. Aku nak muka ada. Dekat depan Because tu, you okay? are the life of the party, Keno. Oh, Kalau oh, tak oh. nampak, oh, kita pun don't feel the same energy. Sudah, yeah. sudah. Let's talk talking about me. Let's talk about you again. So, Jan, you, yeah. Jan, right? That's his name, Jan. Yeah, Jan. J-A-N-N. So, um, apa ni, I terus hit up Jan. I'm like, what are the things that, what are some of the materials that you have? He gave yeah. me a few and I think I picked out something that was out of the library that he gave me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I have this? And he was like, Oh sure, I'll send it to you right now. The moment he sent it to me, I terus tulis. And then in the next two days, I terus record. I went to the studio record with a very talented producer. His name is Ice Sky. If you know Ice Sky. I do, I do, I do. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. So shout out to Ice Sky. His his mixing and mastering is top form and very, very fast. So that's why I like working with him. He has mm-hmm. a lot of ideas and I feel like with his ideas in it, it kind of expanded the song. So long story short, that happened and then um, after recording uh, I said to the label This is the song I want to release this And then they're like Okay We have to rush it through lah If you want to release it Before 2020 ends So the day Habis the recording I throw send to label And I'm like Yo can we release the song And then they're like Okay but we have to get Everything done All materials done soon okay. I'm like how soon Like this week soon Oh, oh my okay. god so, have, uh, so then the next day I shot the music video terus. Holy crap See Ashraf doesn't wait For anything man Like Mimang likes Under pressure But let, let's just get things done they're not complain and all that. Like, oh, this is too last minute. Like, well, what to do? I want to release it at the end of the year. I got to get stuff done. Let's do it. Yeah, I was already in a state where like, ah, this one can't go. This one can't go. And like, a lot of uncertainties. 
kekeliruan yes. ketidaktentuan even during like, that period of releasing uh, keliru pun you had a lot of keliru moments as well kan wow this is a bunch of keliru in one package man exactly a lot of confusion that was Lots going on yeah uh, so but but I don't want people to think like it's such a confusing song uh, I feel like there is a message an underlying theme yeah. of the song and hopefully it translates well to the listeners lah go check it out keliru on streaming platforms on Spotify On Apple Music, is that on Apple Music? It's on all streaming platforms, that's right. And also on YouTube, of course, check out the music video, even though it was done very last minute with just a green screen, but still, Aku Keliru <laughs> will be stuck in your minds for a very long time. Thank you, Ashraf. Stay safe, okay? Thank you very much, Kianu. Kianu.